2: Love Talk Radio we ain't nothing but some
0: Trim's on cheese We ain't nothing but some cheese Cheese
2: on the podcast So
0: different.
1: Outside is Boxing Live. Coming to you on this Sunday, May 27, twenty eighteen. No, it's been gone for a little bit. Didn't have a midweek show. I had something going on where I missed Sunday, last week's episode. A whole lot of things going on in boxing. I didn't really know where to start. It's like catch up or something like that, but I think what people were trying to hear about is what's going on as of in recent news. So I think we're going to start off around there and kind of figure our way around as far as everything that's happened recently. whole lot of this, whole lot of that inside the ring and outside. Contracts getting signed. Things are happening. But also things have been happening with the NBA playoffs, kind of why sometimes our schedules get a little conflicted. Willa and I. He's got his Rockets going game seven tomorrow. And I got LeBron who are going game seven today. But before we get into all that good stuff, I want to take it to my main man, Willa from Houston, Texas, and see what's going on on this Sunday afternoon and what he's got going on. Willa, what's
2: going on, my man? Oh man, just a um hot ass Sunday out here. Uh you know, wanna apologize to everybody. Apologize to you. We're a little late. Been uh I was out there in Dallas this weekend for Family Union, got caught up in some uh traffic, so you know, been on the move. But we're here. We're live. Uh, um calling this one a non we're calling this a, a non memorable memorial day weekend because I don't think shit went down. We had a few fights. Uh, nothing really. Nothing we even really need to discuss. But I guess we'll get into the news. Um. I guess uh, how was uh? You know, I'm still a little, little frustrated. You know, we were talking about the playoffs. We're talking about my Rockets last night. Mm-hmm. Up by 17 at one point. Up by 10 at the half. Then losing by 29. I think Did we lose by 29. No, we lost by 19. So we lost by 19 uh but we were up by 10 so that means the second half we lost by 39 uh 29 points almost a 30 piece drumming uh we're going to see you know me I'm never I'm never one to uh to backtrack hard will get it done at the house Rockinson 7 but hey it could, it would have been great if we would have got it last night but that is what it is But uh, you know who won't? Yeah, you know who won't be making it to the chip. Uh,
1: I talking about Tatum. We talking about Jalen Brown, uh, Al Horford. Those guys. I don't think that's what you're talking about, right?
2: No, no, no. I'm talking about
1: LeBron (laughs) James.
2: This is his Uh, last. Hey, this is gonna be his last game in Cleveland. You know, low key. You know, very. I want. Hey, if we don't make the chip, if we don't win the chip, Rockets, I'm not going to be that that upset because we might be able to get that guy in the in the free agency in next year. So, you know, looks like we should be in the win-win right now. Rockets are in the win-win situation. But I'll take the ring over LeBron any day.
1: Oh, man, you're all over the place this morning. LeBron ain't going to no Houston. It's not going to happen, no way, no how. Um, but... Work.
2: The word is, the word is only two teams, there's only two teams left.
1: Oh, you got some sources, guy? huh? Who's, te- who's telling you these? Hey, hey,
2: I'm just saying, I know people, and they say what what I heard and what I'm hearing, there's two teams left, two viable teams left. One of them <laughs> has a whole bunch of rookies on the team, and one of them is almost on its way it's, uh, in the game is in a game seven with with the champions from last year. So we'll see. We'll see, man. But I don't want to talk that because I know your team didn't even smell the playoffs. I know we're talking about LeBron James. I know we're talking about all this. But the people really know that your team is the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I want to tell you. (laughs) And they were drafting high, if you know what I mean.
1: Oh yeah, we hit the lotto this year. We got the number two pick. We gonna uh, we gonna turn some heads with Luke Dokic or gonna it's get? gonna be Marvin Bagley. One of the two. We either gonna get Luke Alaidokis or, uh, or or uh, or no, or Bagley. One of the two. Any of those guys good? Hey, but oh, you know they're good. I know you've been paying attention highly to college basketball. We might even uh, really shock some people. we getting Mike and Porter Junior. Just from little little birdies that's been tripping out there. But uh, oh, I'm not so you got stories now. you do they know there. I got a couple sources. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, but um, no, don't worry about my Sacramento Kings. We're going to be a problem for you guys three years down the road, but what they need to worry about is Golden State. They can't have a performance like that again. I was all there with you, Will. I want you guys to win this one, but, uh, you know, CP3 going to have to take some vibranium or something. He's going to need to come on back for game seven and put uh, Steph Curry on skates again because he's been doing it all series.
2: Yeah, um, you know, it's it's very weird. Harden is one of those guys that people do not like his game, therefore they don't like him. So they say stuff like, you know, CP3 is needed, CP3 is the MVP of the squad, you know, dumb shit like that. People that are, you know, not saying you personally, but just, you know. Oh,
1: okay, CP3, you.
2: like I say, if me and you are hooping, right, and I score 20 and you score 20, who wins? Who was needed more?
1: No, I hear you. I hear you. He
2: just, so, you uh,
1: know, he faces unfair. He he faces unfair criticism at times. I agree with that.
2: Yeah, he he definitely does. You know, he wrecked last night. We just didn't have nobody else. It is, it, it, you know, it's just hard, and we just got to be. And, and then they start. You know, they were at home, so they start. They got hot. It, it is what it is. They we'll see what happens. Like I said, these guys are they're having a little inner battle between KD and uh, Curry for whose team it really is. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to backfire pretty soon. And um, when I say soon, I mean tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I I would love that one, man. I would love to
2: see that happen. Man, I was going to be in the game. You You know, I've been in every playoff game that I've been here, but these boys want 300 for the nosebleeds. So, I, I'm gonna have to skip this game. Yeah, I've been paying. That's how much I've been paying. Like three, almost four hundred for me and, and me and my son's tickets. You know, so three, three hundred for some nosebleeds times two. That's six hundred plus the tax. That's seven hundred dollars. You know, I figure oh, if man, yeah. uh, I figure if we lose, I don't. I didn't want to be there anyway. Not for no three hundred dollars. And if we win, I'll go ahead and save that money for the chip. So. Oh, so I'll yeah, be, yeah,
1: no doubt. That's the that's business man way to go about
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. But, but that, let's that, let's that talk some up, boxing. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we don't need to talk about the Celtics and that like that. LeBron about to whoop the ass today. But there was, um, it was, uh, like you said, kind of a slow week when we're talking about what happened in boxing. And, I mean, um, you know, they had fights on ESPN. That was actually in my neck of the woods over here in Fresno, California, at the Save Mart Center. So uh, they had uh, some local boxing. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it out there. Had some things going on. And um, uh, it was just to make a couple of of um, of a headlines out there for some young guys. You know, um, young uh, Israel Ochota coming out of Fresno, top-ranked fighter, four victories, one defeat. He was in with a, with a dude who could take some real shots. Got stopped by a body shot yesterday. Uh, you had um Jose Ramirez in attendance talking about his title defense and um also Gabriel Flores, young fighter from Stockton, California. Young guys kinda making their way up here in the top rank stable that Bob Am's building. He's got I mean, uh we talked about so, so, just mentioned uh, Michaela Mayer, uh female fighter, but to mention was she's the first female fighter signed by top rank. So they're putting these uh these prospects on a lot of ESPN cards, getting some pretty high ratings. Um for the future of boxing, is definitely in good hands. But there was uh, the major news that came during the week. Willis guy. Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. Everyone thinking that, oh, the suspension uh, leads its way in August. Perfect time for him to get a fight in September with Triple G. Seemed like a pretty good idea. Let Gennady can get a little old overnight for a year's worth since the rematch that ended in a little bit of controversy if you want to call it that but Triple G Golovkin that was uh, thought to be the one that's coming up in September looks like it's hitting some roadblocks for whatever reason Gennady Golovkin wants a 50-50 split not so sure where he comes up with that when he got his biggest check being from Canelo Alvarez just fair being fair you no, know, Golden Boy President Eric Gomez said, and I quote, After the hearing, we sent Triple G's team a contract with terms that we agreed on before. Then they came back with terms that are impossible for us to accept. It's clear that he doesn't want to fight Canelo. The best way to get out of the fight is to make ridiculous okay. terms. Canelo will fight in September, and we're talking about other promoters. There's Daniel Jacobs, Billy Joe Saunders, Jamal Charlo, Gary Spike O'Sullivan, and even David Lemieux. Wave my hands in the air out of what they're trying to do here as far as who they're looking forward to to get in the ring next. Um, Gennady Golovkin would be a fool to try to just ask for 50-50 split with Canelo Alvarez when well, it's obvious who the cash cow is. Oscar De La Hoya seemed more than glad to say, see ya, Triple G. We're going on to someone else. Oscar's a funny guy if you see the stuff he tweets sometimes. But Nonetheless, man, um, this fight really wasn't that much for me. And I've been on record saying this for a very long time. Um, But the first fight was even uh, past due. It was, um, in my personal opinion, a battle between two glorified B fighters. That's just me. I wasn't too hyped to see the rematch other than the fact that, man, maybe Triple G would uh, turn it up a little bit more, and maybe Canelo uh, would uh, take care of himself more more better in between time as far as gassing out during fights and working on his stamina. You can go that Conor McGregor route or something. You remember how much he paid for uh, his nutrition and uh, advice that he was taking? That's another guy gasses out kind of like Canelo. similar. But um, nonetheless, Willa, your take on all this, because I kind of wanted the fight to happen just to, for for a reason, to get out there September in Vegas. I was hoping it happened this year, but we all know how that happened. But now that this fight looks like it's in jeopardy with Gennady Golovkin and Canelo getting that get-back, I mean, are you more intrigued with him looking at some of the likes of Daniel Jacobs, Jamal Charlo, um, or, or names like that, or... I mean, does this uh, did this like uh, roadblock do anything for you in this fight? Did you want a rematch?
2: Oh, of course, of course, I wanted a rematch. Um, this is this is. I, I'm still thinking the fight's going on. You know, I, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, Triple G, he's at the point of his career where this is all he's searching for. You know, he only wants one thing, and that's that Canelo money. I don't think he I don't think he wants the Canelo belt uh, or the Canelo uh, win or he wants that notoriety, he wants that Canelo money. And uh, so you, so you say 50-50 up top. And so, you know, and you as a as a part of negotiations, you know. I'm not there's no way this fool is not going to fight uh Canelo next. Because, yeah, there's no way that's not that's going to happen. Because all those other guys, except except for the guy Spike O'Sullivan, who they're trying to, you know, whenever, if he doesn't fight Canelo, I'm pretty sure he's going to be fighting Spike O'Sullivan. Seems like his name is just being, we're just seeing his name and we're seeing pictures of him and we're seeing too much of him. And he's not really that good. So that only means one thing, that they're trying to, you know, get his name out there so when Triple G fights him, it won't be such a. Uh, you know, nobody will be mad at it because they say, "Oh yeah, Spike O'Sullivan. yeah, I I, I seen him the other day. Yeah, yeah, he's always on our uh, ESPN. He must be good because we see him all the time. You know, got the weird mustache and all that. So, uh, he's not he's not gonna fight any of those young bulls. Um, before he before he gets his cash out, you know, if he loses to any of those guys, that. 40 or that uh 35% that he might get from uh Canelo that he would get c- from Canelo is going to be cut in half. You know, I thought um man, I'm trying to think of this uh this meme I saw where they showed uh Triple G's last numbers versus somebody's last numbers and, and it was it was it was sort of embarrassing, right? Who was that? It was oh uh, who just thought I'm trying to think of the meme, but it was something showing that you know Triple G doesn't doesn't break. He doesn't pull in the numbers. He's not he's not doing any of that. So for him to ask for 50 50 is sort of ridiculous. But it's in negotiations. It's negotiation time. So uh, you know, I don't think I'm not going to take this too seriously. Um, Canelo signed Nevada uh, the testing right. Um, they're going to fight. And they'll be fighting. What is that? Mexican Memorial Day or Mexican Independence Day or whatever it is. So they will be fighting in September. Uh, I forgot what our bet was. What was what was our bet? Was our bet about the Rockets or LeBron? Me and you got a bet that you're gonna buy me uh, drinks um, pretty soon. I was a yeah, yeah. when well, we go to the fight. What was that bet for? Was um, it was it about LeBron? I'm know, kind of I think it was about Rashnell LeBron.
1: I'm not sure myself, man, because um I, I think it was I mean, it could have even been like the uh uh the series or whatever. I can't remember
2: exactly what it was though, but we got
1: to bet for something. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, we got to uh, bet for something.
2: And it'll be in 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 uh September when they fight. What is that September 5th? Is that the is that usually that weekend whenever that uh, date
1: is? Yeah, we'll, something
2: like that. We'll both be there. I'll be getting trash for free, and we'll be uh, we'll be watching that fight, man. So I know everybody's a little, everybody's sort of up in arms about this, but this is how the game works, man. It's just negotiation. It's it's a long we got a long way to go.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, lucky for me, all it takes is a couple of drinks for for you to be done, big man, and uh, I'll be on pads. <laughs> <small tabs. laughs> Unlike if unlike if the shoe is on the other foot and you were buying my drinks on that, you'd have a pretty hefty tab
2: compared to what I might be looking at. Yeah. You can just drink a water, give you water shots. Like RC drink this. Ooh, that was ah, that was uh that was stout right there. What was that? That was water, R C <laughs> it was water. Uh, <laughs> cut
1: it out. man, Cut it out. But hey, um with this whole deal with Canelo, I mean um, you know, me, as far as anyone, when it comes to a chance to be able to talk some shit about Canelo, I'm first in line. Uh, but just being fair with the guy, I'd probably slap the shit out of Triple G if he's asking for a
2: 50-50 split, too,
1: if I'm Canelo. You know what I mean? I mean, um, there's fights to be out there that Canelo could make, you know, damn near the same amount of money. And I think not only that, probably get more respect from the hardcore boxing fans, because I think hardcore boxing fans look at this match with Gennady Golovkin, uh, the rematch, I should say. Um and they look at it as it is what it was, and it's basically played up to its worth. I don't think that the rematch would have a, a much different of an outcome as far as it going back to the cards. Um, but you know, Golovkin is slowing down. Uh, he, he he arguably won that first fight for sure. I think the scorecard is what left everybody's a uh, a uh, uh, a bad taste in their mouth from the judging. But I mean. Um, going into a rematch, we've seen the fact that Golovkin has slowed down. If that's not the case, then he was just fighting tomato cans like we all, or not we all, but some of us suspected the entire time anyways. Guy who would um, supposedly let fighters hit him to make it entertaining for the audience because he was that much higher level competition that he's going to offer free shots. Um, He was doing that kind of stuff to Willie Monroe, a guy who's got probably, what, six, seven knockouts max. He wasn't doing that with Danny Jacobs. In fact, when Danny Jacobs cracked him with a one-two and kind of yelled in his face in that later portion of the fight, Golovkin looked really spooked. We all thought it might have just been that fight against Golovkin, but there's no doubt in my mind, when Golovkin and Canelo got in the ring last September, Canelo was a more skilled fighter. His ass just ain't got no gas tank. Golovkin's that typical guy who He's a warrior and a and Mexican style like everybody likes for being a damn dummy. He ain't got no game plan when it comes to plan B and what you want to do. He didn't show that against Jacobs. He look like a, bro- a broken robot, man. So I'm not real bothered by this fight not possibly being off because would I like to see Canelo versus Danny Jacobs? Oh, yeah. I think that would probably be my first fight in line I look forward to the most. Oscar and Gomez talking about that's who they're keeping in contact with or they mentioned his name first. Billy Joe Saunders, man. Jamal Charlo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlo might be able to put some work on Canelo. Spike O'Sullivan, I just, I'm just, i just waiting for somebody to punch his goddamn handlebar mustache off, man, whenever they can. And David Lemieux, he just had a fight and wasn't even televised. He's been getting schooled so bad that they ain't even going to put his shit out. Got to build his brand back up I like how they left Bubu Andrade off the list too uh, But but it's whatever whatever We'll see how this whole thing works out Canelo the face of boxing Kind of having a good time on a yacht Doing some some salsa dancing and shit And um, supposedly signed up For, for Vlada again So um, they're talking about that As if they have no worries About what's going on But if you look at the size difference From Canelo's frame As of right now Compared, compared to the uh, The photo where he's in the woods with a hat on, full beard, looks like he's chopping lumber or something. Dude looks like a light heavyweight. Compared to right now, it looks like he lost a little bit of weight. I don't know what happened or if there's anything that did happen or nothing happened at all. I'm not here to say whether he did do something wrong because it's all speculation at this point, even though I kind of know what's really going on. But there definitely has been a transformation in Canelo's frame if you look at what my man was looking like on the boat the other day compared to what he was looking like chopping wood not too long ago. But this fight, if they're hyping up with Canelo coming back, it's going to be something big, and um, I don't know. Let's give a pick, Will. If you could get one of those guys that you want to see Canelo win the ring with next, if it's not Golovkin, who would it be?
2: Oh, who do I want to see Canelo with? Uh, I want to see Canelo fight. I want to see Canelo go back down and fight. Laura are um, speaking of, I don't know. I don't know if that was one of the points is the Laura heard fight being off. I don't know if that was one of the things, but I just thought about that. That just popped up, but I think he needs to go back down to 54 and, and make his reign with those guys. Any of those guys, Charlo, Laura heard. That's who I want to see him fight. Those big guys, uh, middleweights. I don't think he's ready for all that.
1: Yeah, but you think he could actually get back down to those extra five pounds and make that weight? He's uh, he's ballooning, man. I don't yes. know if he could uh, get back down there that easy.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I think he can. Um, he was fighting at one fifty five. Most of, that's that's his, that's his that's his that's his weight. That's where he wants to fight. Uh, Pre preclamutural. So, yeah, right. So yeah, so and he's off of it now right, McLean, Clem. So I think he can get down there. If he can't, just, yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, those big guys, those bigger guys, Jacobs, all those guys are going to be a little tough. Charlo, that's going to be a little tough for him. Not that he's not as good as them, is that they don't tire out. They're bigger, they're stronger, and they're not triple G, and they're fast, you know. So I don't think he wants those guys. But if he does, hey, I'm rooting for him. But I will. I want to see him fight like a a male, a male Charlo, a Laura rematch, uh, a, even a herd, even though he's big. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see.
1: That's what's up. It's a it's a, you can't go wrong with the pick. Uh, looking at all of them either way around, I just question if the guy who's had stamina problems is gonna be able to make it that low and kind of you know bring his energy with him, but. Uh, you said we got D on the line with this fight. I know he's um been into this Canelo-Triple-G fight on the different side of the fence that I feel from it, um, and I'm sure being a Golovkin guy that he's got something, uh, a problem of what's not with this uh, fight being canceled so quickly, or supposedly it might be. Uh, D, what's let's going make, on, man? let bet about before we this? go with him.
2: Hold
1: on. Hey, Before we oh, okay. go to him,
2: let's okay. make a bet, me and you. Okay, even with this bet. Okay. Do, you, do uh, I bet you I bet you one drink that we're going to go to D and ask him about the fight or ask him what he's going he think about the situation. And he's going to be like, <laughs> whoa, 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 what y'all talking about? So let's see. That's one drink, a <laughs> shot. Is that good? Is that a good bet? Is the bet good? I'm not thinking, Even though we're doing I'm this, he's going to be bit. like, well, what the hell y'all talking about? All
0: right. so okay, you yeah, know what? Let's drink. take
1: it. You know what? I, I have faith in my guy. Let's take it to him. And I I got faith in him and a drink riding on it. So uh, let's go to uh, uh, D and see how he feels about this situation. (laughs) Uh,
0: See, when y'all be calling, when y'all do the show, I be at work. I got to grind, man. I ain't like y'all. Shit. Hey, I got to make my money, man. I I work at night while y'all boy at home doing whatever y'all do stuff. But I work at night. So, yeah, when y'all in the evening. So when y'all do the show, it's cool though. But uh, how's everybody doing? Right? <laughs> happy Memorial Day. Damn. Hey, happy Memorial Day, bitch. I'm, on, I'm off. I'm off no today, idea. man. So oh, right. you
2: you're off today? You
0: say you off yeah.
2: today?
0: Isn't today? Okay. Yeah. I feel that? Yeah. You ain't yeah. hitting the beach, Myrtle Beach. I started to go out there, man. I went last year, man. It was kind of. Fucking pigs, right there, fucking with people and shit. So I don't fuck with none of that shit. There, oh yeah, I didn't fuck with it this year. But uh, I feel you. All right, now before I get on, hey, don't go mute me now. Show your boys some love. Let them speak. Now, don't go mute me.
2: Yeah, what? Yeah, no, we uh, only talking be
0: about. Be. Both of, y- both of, y- both of y'all need to goddamn be ashamed of y'allself? Pulling for this motherfucking oh. cheating ass motherfucker in his faggot ass deadbeat fucking promoter uh Delahoya Hoya know damn well that man deserved more. Now do he deserve fifty? Probably not. The man deserved way a considerable more, more amount than He's he got 35%. for the first fight. And that's fucking bullshit. He the one that got this shit fucked up from the get go, failing the motherfucking test. Okay? He's the one to blame for all this dumb shit that um what happened. And uh for you to fucking say, R.C., he, uh, we don't know what really... Man, come on, man. Uh, you know we failed some shit. You tried to get an edge. Where, where the a restaurant at? He ain't name a restaurant yet. He's supposed to eat the hey, shit out of hey, some fucking restaurant. He ain't no hey, bad. no. He took that hey, shit. No, he took hey, that no, shit what, is what he did.
1: Hey, my... My insinuation was uh, pointing to the fact that he was doing something because I said that his body transformed compared to what you look at right now, from what it looked like when he was in the woods chopping that lumber <laughs> about a couple months back. So yeah, I wasn't defending the guy at all, but um,
0: I'm with you. Yeah, you know, he wasn't defending. Okay, sound like y'all. Hey, sound like y'all. Y'all, y'all big fans of that dude, man. Uh, anybody no, 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 I still a fan of this dude? Yeah, see, anybody is a fan of this can, dude. Come on, man. I can no, care man. I could care, hey. care
2: less. I could care less, but but we all agree. Nobody nobody thinks that he didn't. Nobody's trying to say nobody. We all believe that he was on something. You know, RC doesn't like Canelo. We already know he's a blatant racist when it comes to uh, when it comes to Mexicans and Mexican boxing. What? We already know that.
0: I, I, thought he he well, for while, I thought he liked Canelo for I thought he liked Canelo, you know. But he does. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah,
2: like most. I think he's he undercover. That's what I loved. think.
1: <laughs> you better go somewhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep. It, I'm trying to keep it fair down the middle. This isn't about whether I like a fighter or not. Well, shame the fair. Willa.
0: The guy. What's fair Willa, the is the guy. man <laughs> deserve at least forty five percent. That's that would be fair. Forty five percent. Forty five percent. The least. guy has. Personally, yeah. I think he should get 51, 51%, That's what I think, because this fight would have been done you with almost got muted. You almost got hey. muted. You said 51%. Hey,
2: are you keeping it real? We you know, know percent. How many? We know that that he just huh? bought uh, Monter Rosen. He just bought Bonas Monter Rosen. Did they get a... a, a and the numbers were pretty, they, pretty decent What was it? Hey, 50, the numbers
0: were 165? pretty decent for that, too, by the way.
2: Let me look, let
0: me look that up because I, I think you bullshit. Well, yeah, man, I think me, they were he, he did almost he did like over a million man. They said well, he did know,
2: over a
1: million wanted, numbers. People wanted to watch boxing that day, no matter what, if it was a damn model Matarosen or not.
0: So and for people to like, act it, like he ain't got no fan after. base, come on, man! This man uh, sold out Madison Square Garden that we all went and watched. You know, that was a sellout crowd. They said for that fight right there.
1: Um, so, so, the, the man box, do that the got a following, match. man. But he does. He definitely does. Uh, that was the, the, the boxing fans fight last year, which was Triple G versus Jacobs. The, boxing, the real hardcore boxing fans match last year. Well, it goes to show. Uh,
0: people know good matchups. And that was a good matchup. So, that's why we all spent thousands of dollars just to go watch that fight in person. Uh, well, nigga, knew that was, was a good
2: fight. That was you who spent the thousand. Don't hold Hey, don't hey. I didn't spend no thousands. Y'all spent thousands. Hey, I'm I a cheap Always you didn't remember spend, that.
0: You didn't spend a thousand everything combined. Flight tickets, no, hotel, D. none of that. D. D. Damn, D. I try. I, I travel.
2: I try. No, I travel. I travel with my job. So my point
0: and okay. my Hilton
2: stays are are unlimited. So I'm, I'm, I had to pay five dollars per
0: ticket for that. I forget little you signed, had them hundred dollar seats. Nosebleed and shit. I forget. Chip, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I was up know. there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think mine was like two hundred dollars, two hundred dollar ticket. That's all I could
0: do. <laughs> it's how good you were there, but that's what counts. But uh, you know, hey, okay, people talk about oh, uh, what, what, what is triple gonna triple G gonna do if uh, I'll stand my damn ground. Okay, we all know that Canelo ain't getting in the ring with No Jacobs. Uh. Cross-dresser, Dudby ain't gonna let that happen. Uh, De La He ain't gonna let that happen. Saunders would make him look like a fool. Saunders would give fucking Triple G, G hell. Okay? That ain't gonna happen. Only fight I see, um, and then, a lot of people think he's the diamond in the rough, and that he'd be the one to beat. Triple G is Andrade. I don't see that fight happen. You know damn what, hey. So all those fights right there, what the hell is Canelo gonna do if this falls through? His career man, yeah, from that shit. They didn't they didn't mention Andrade's hey, we'll give, name and all
1: those.
2: Yeah, they didn't mention Andrade and and Billy Joe Saunders. Canelo Canelo wax waxes that guy. But hey, on your on the on your point, uh D, um Gennady Golovkin, his fight was the biggest fight on HBO uh of the year, two point one point two. Yeah, million. I know it was like a so million. That's pretty, that's pretty but
0: good yeah, it's a decent number so for Obama. So back to my point, you know, he do yeah, got a he... following man. People are, are gonna tune in. So and I believe uh do we got Canelo type fans? Let me tell you, a lot of a lot of Mexican Spanish community Talking major shit ever since he failed his test. He still got his die A lot of them probably, but there's a hey, lot of but, people looking hey, at so, that dude
2: funny, man. Here goes some more numbers to go to RC's fact that everybody was watching fight uh, the un, uh the unified welterweight champion uh, well for the women's fight. Uh, the women's fight, Baraka's versus Reese or whatever on HBO, that one did 1 million, 1.02 million views. So people was just watching huh?
0: watching boxing that day. If women
2: are getting a million, people are just
0: watching. You know, that that historically what? It was supposed to be a major fight on that date. So people were looking to watch a fight. Uh, they didn't give a fuck who, uh, really, the average person probably didn't give a fuck who Triple G was going to fight that day. People were going to tune in, you know, and uh, they need to come to some kind of something, you know, give the man at least The man deserve at least 45 percent, man, because of his fuck up, you know. But, hey, Triple G got options. Now, do I like the way, I, well, you know, I don't want to see him in there with Su- Sullivan. Uh, well, fuck that dude. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Uh, and all of a sudden also. And, you know, I'm a Triple G a hardcore fan. Uh, all of a sudden the belts don't matter now? I find that kind of strange. What's going on now? Uh, it's hard to defend if they talking shit like that right there. That's why I never really paid attention to Sanchez uh, whenever he opened his damn mouth. Uh, he remind me more and more of Freddie Roach, uh, you know, with the shit that uh, comes out of his mouth. But, yeah, what happened to unifying... Okay, if this fall through, my number one pick would be uh, Saunders. What happened? What's going on? He's fighting uh, next month. You can line that fight up perfect. Las Vegas, September, if, can- if uh, Canelo, if he can't get the money he wants from Canelo. i stand my ground. Now, he probably will make less. But maybe he could work out, you know, some kind of uh, deal also, though, with uh, Sky or something. You know, whoever, uh, I think it's Sky, isn't it Sky that uh, Saunders is signed with? You know what I'm saying? Get some kind of uh, extra, you know, money from that network if he goes with Saunders. You know, I'm thinking there's a way he can still get paid like a motherfucker uh, if he fought Saunders instead of Canelo.
2: Well,
1: he better he better think of something soon because uh turning down uh, what what we said was uh 35%, I believe that they offered him. Um, you know, if I'm Eric Gomez and I'm isn't, uh, isn't that the same Isn't that the same
0: as the that. first fight though? Yeah, isn't that about was, uh, what he got for the first fight?
1: So you feel, feel like he, got, he should take that? I would tell him, you know what? From the kindness of my heart, 37, <clears throat> you get 37 Take it or leave it <laughs> <laughs> No man, I'm that
0: ain't saying. right No man, that's not right And we all know that ain't right The man deserves at least 40, 45 At least Because it's not, the fuck up never happened You know, the fuck up failing the test Never happened, then yeah uh, You got a major point there You should take that shit You know But because of the failed test, man Nope. you got to suffer now, Bubba. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey,
1: uh, stay right here with us, D. We're going to switch it on to the next subject about another fight that I know you're probably going to have a nice take uh, to get into with this one. But, Willa, check it out. Um, We're talking about Canelo Triple G and uh, fights being possible, that fight being off this and that. But one fight seems like it's uh, handed and sewn down there, solidified by the donut man of ESPN, Dan Raphael himself. Dan Raphael reports that Garcia, me and DSG, will get in the ring with Sean Showtime Porter August 25th at the Barclays Center. They had originally set for purse bids, which they say was not needed, and nor should it have been, because you have two fighters from Al Heyman's stable going to purse bid. It doesn't really make sense. So uh, that was uh, uh, notably canceled, and they said that they have uh, reached agreement to get this fight going on fight that people have been talking about for a while. You know, if you remember uh not so long ago that Sean Porter was cutting WWE promos on Danny Garcia, talking about fighting the cherry picker and this and that in some sort of uh cornball kind of a style. Sean Porter sounds like he's been trying to get this fight for a while, but he think but he but he thinks it's gonna be easier than it might be. I think he might be chewing off a little bit more than he can bite. But I'm sure my guy coming on the line from Houston has something different to say about that. Well, uh, we got Garcia Porter coming. According to Dan Rayfield, Mr. ESPN Boxing and his sources might be a little bit more uh, credible than ours. August 25th, Barclays Center, Danny Garcia versus Sean Porter. Intrigued much or not?
2: Um, I'm very intrigued. This is uh, although this isn't for the top, this is, whoever wins this might crack the top five welterweight, you know, even though this isn't for belts. Oh,
0: wait, uh, no, excuse even me, though me, I'm
1: sorry, I, f- I forgot to mention that, Will, it was for the vacant WBC title that Keith Thurman has vacated. Oh, so that's yeah, that's right, that's for. right, that's
2: right, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's right. And they've got a mandate, and when Keith Thurman comes back, he's the, He's, they got to fight him. Whoever wins that, so uh, so you, so this, this is for the belt, okay? So yeah, so this is for the belt. Yeah, that's it. Good, that's a good call. Um, well, that's why so I got to sort of change my tune. I'm still interested in the fight. This is more important than it is. It's still these these guys. Still, whoever wins this might be number five welterweight in the game. Uh, may, maybe if you if we think about it, but uh, it's a great fight. We've got two guys that I think are B plus fighter. Um Danny Garcia, who I who, you know, I used to enjoy, but his father, you know, just turned me completely off. And uh so I don't really fuck with him like that, but I don't really hate on him either. Um he like I always say, he's a B. He's a B plus in everything except that left hook. He's got an A and that heart. He's got an A, so, you know, he's a real dude. Uh, and Porter, his skills aren't there, uh, but his aggression and his, you know, his wildness and his just, you know, he, he does what he does. He's a hard fight out there. I like him also. Oh, yeah. So this is a good fight. Uh, I, You know, I'm not hating on this at all. And that's good that, uh, that Keith Thurman had to give up one of them belts. And hopefully if he does come back, We'll see he'll get to mop them up again, whichever one it is, so uh yeah, I'm not mad at this'm not <laughs> hating on this this is a, this is an excellent this is an excellent fight,
1: yeah, I mean, as much as uh, you would think of me being excited for a Danny Garcia fight to be you know uh, um damn near written in stone um I, I kinda would be excited to see a Garcia fight. Not that I'm saying I'm not excited to see this one against Sean Porter. It's just that Sean Porter's fights are cringeworthy to watch with his wrestling style that we just mentioned, how he smothers opponents and kind of uses his his uh, physical stature to kind of bully these guys around. you got to remember this guy was a 165 fighter in the Olympics, so he's um, really used to being at naturally higher weight. Um, it, it didn't really have much of an impact if you think about size and all that shit when you've seen how Porter and Thurman went down. But, um, you know, Thurman has power to buzz somebody. I don't know if he's going to be able to have that same similar power pre-injury because it's been a while since we've seen Keith Thurman. Who knows when he comes back? Hopefully sooner rather than later. That's why he didn't relinquish all his titles and just the WBC because we've been needing a WBC champ to step in the ring. It's been a long time since we've seen Garcia get in the ring with Thurman. So good for him to relinquish that one. And now we'll be able to get this fight, which – Hopefully it's a good fight being at the Barclay Center. Maybe they get in a little bit of a dogfight uh, in in certain instances in the fight. And who knows? Um, Will Danny be be able to handle that smothering pressure? And will Sean Porter be able to handle uh, a shot that he might not see coming? Pretty interesting fight. I'm liking the way that uh, they're kind of being showman about it. Sean Porter, even though it is a little corny, Danny Garcia remains cool, calm, and collected, even though having suffered his first loss at the hands of Keith Thurman. But um, I'm not going to say how I see the fight going down. But I do think that Danny Garcia gives a guy like Sean Porter uh, a problem with facing some of these shots. We've seen Porter get uh, damn near folded like an accordion when some of these matches happen, like uh, uh, when Keith Thurman stunned him on top of his head. Pretty close to getting uh, dropped dropped by the likes of Adrian Broner. I think... Danny Garcia's hook will be a little bit harder than Adrian Broner's. That's just me. But um, styles make fights. And every fight... I usually charge for free comedy shows around here. Uh, Nonetheless, we'll see how it goes. Sean Porter and his father making crazy claims. They... They still think that Keith Emmons faked his car crash so he could prolong the fight against Sean Porter. You guys are crazy, man. But, like we mentioned, it's been a while coming, so I'm glad that this one's going down. We still got D with us, because I know he's a big Danny Garcia fan. And I'm not betting you another drink, if he's paying attention or not. All right, yeah.
0: Yeah, D, That whole situation, that whole situation, uh, Getting a little crazy there. Uh why can't they get this fight made? You know? What's going on with that fight? You know?
1: Um it, it's uh, uh Danny Garcia and uh and Sean Porter. Dan Rachel says that it's going down August twenty fifth at Barclays, D. But you thinking about that one? Yes,
0: they are making this fight. You know, uh either one of them guys really impressed me like that. At, you know, what's that, 147? This is at 147, right? Yes, it is. You yeah, know, I think both of them guys are on the verge of being gatekeepers. Uh, you know, with with, with the other uh, guys, you know what I'm saying? Spence, Crawford. I don't see them guys really posing any threat to either one of them guys, but. Decent fight, I guess. It'd be a little decent scrap. Uh, I think Porter, I think Porter is faster than Danny, and could win that fight. Should win that fight on a, in the a decision if that fight happens. You know? huh? Uh, I don't think I don't think Garcia, I don't think Garcia is uh, fast enough to deal with him enough to win the fight. The speed just ain't there uh, versus Porter. So do you see Porter
1: being able to stop Danny Garcia or maybe it's just going to go that kind no, of I stuff. see
0: 12 rounds. I see 12 rounds for that. Danny could, uh, Danny got the power now. And, uh, could catch him. I don't see it, though. I don't see it. Yeah, no
1: doubt. No doubt. Um, yo, Willa, hopefully this fight goes down and we'll be making bets are a little bit more, uh, in all fairness. Rather than the one that you got me with today I did agree with that one So uh, that's one on me (laughs) But um, um, And uh, in other news Outside of this man um, You know what time it is (laughs) Fool me once Shame on me man (laughs) It's not going down a second time Um, Yo our man A. B. Willer. Remember not too long ago he was offered a contract by Rock Nation. I wanna say in the uh neighborhood of forty million dollars. Um, or I-, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was somewhere around that, that type if we could check that out. But um Adrian Bronner had turned that down kind of uh looking at it as a spit in the face from Rock Nation. Um earlier in the week, Adrian Bronner was talking about uh, he's uh, Talked to uh, Eddie Hearn about Let's make some money Boxing fans thinking that Well, Eddie Hearn's got Amir Khan If Broner's talking about a fight for some money This one's kind of been rumored out there Khan talking about he wants to see him uh, Putting his name out there Kind of had people thinking about What's really going on Not too long later Adrian Broner reveals the email that was sent to him Very polite email where they offered the like of a first fight purse to be two million dollars, second fight purse deal being two million five hundred, and another fight going two point five as well. Three fights, broner could have made you know, about six million. And if you look at some of his recent purses, he's in the range of about one, one point five per fight, something like that. Mathematically, it doesn't make sense. You got Adrian Bronner along with. Numerous fighters that have been under the Al Heyman stable talking about, they don't know about those backroom bonuses that Al Heyman sends his fighters. Adrian Broner uh, has been on on record a few times talking about those backroom bonuses that Al Heyman gives out. But I'm not so sure Al Heyman financially is just going to be throwing out um, more than $40 million for Adrian Broner that could have made the Rock Nation fight look um, uh, or not not fight, but the Rock Nation contract look a little, uh, whatever, whatever from it, not in a, a good positive way. But Adrian Broner responds to Eddie Hearn saying, "I'm sorry, Eddie Hearn you a good guy and all, but you tried to give me the worst di- or give me a worse deal than Rock Nation offered me." Hashtag this shit is over. Hashtag slave deal with a whole lot of middle fingers out to it. Uh, Willa, Eddie Hearn seems like a Cool guy to talk to. He's always. Um, it seems like he's uh, in in what the public wants in boxing, and talking about making all these fights. I think he just had this uh, billion dollar deal that just came out of him starting some sort of uh, a boxing stable for pay per view. Um, not pay per view, but pay for purchase, like Netflix being twenty dollars or something like that. With, uh, uh looking to get some other fighters under the stable, so he has this idea like, oh, he's trying to make all these things for the fans, but. This offer to Adrian Broner seemed very fair, judging off what Adrian's made for his last three fights, but Broner completely spit in his face, Uh, and and, and I was getting pretty good humor out of it. But was it a smart move by Adrian Broner to turn this down, Willa, or do you think Al Ham is taking care of these guys more than we actually think from uh, the backstage, as uh, some of these fighters allude to?
2: Man, this is what I got to say. You know, Broner is from the outside looking in, it seems it might seem crazy. You know, Broner's making like 1.3, one point something a fight, low ones, and he was getting offered 2 million, 2.5 for three fights, you know. So it sounds crazy, but AB is also a promoter, also. You know, I haven't done. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't done the the research to see exactly what's going on, how much he's getting, but I'm ninety percent sure. Uh, you could tell me if I'm wrong. Um, that promoters that 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 money that he makes that is uh, that one point three he gets that for fighting. Then he also gets money for promoting, right? I think. Oh yeah. You know, I'm not a. Yeah, but I think that's probably how it goes. So, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the deals and Tyler. He said slave deal, like they're trying to, you know, own them. So maybe he, you know, he wants that about billions. Uh, uh, he wants that about billions promotion to to be in the forefront, and maybe they're trying to push it back. I don't know. You know, that's what that's the only thing I could see. But you know, having your own thing versus signing to somebody. You're making a little more money. Uh, you're making a little more of all of your money, you know. That uh, and and he's getting promotion money, I believe. You know, I could be wrong. I'll do a little more research on that, but I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with uh, you know, I always ride with AB if he chooses to do this. He, you know, that's crazy. But that 40 mil that he, he turned down from Rock Nation, I'm sure that's still stinging. I'm sure that still stays.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says that that one didn't bother him that much because he's a smart businessman. He said that about a year or two ago, and everyone kind of looked at him crazy in a press conference. So, I mean, unless Al Heyman is really taking care of these guys that much to make something like that seem like some bullshit, um, I, I guess, um, you know, if you look up Forbes Network on Adrian Bronner, uh, he tells you that it has – or he, he would say that it tells you a different story. Um, if people knew how much money he touched, and I'm not one to be worried about nobody's paychecks and stuff like that, but just going off the fact that uh, economically, trying to be smart about this uh, when building your money and putting together for for the foundation, I mean, the guy's got six children, and uh, you know that that's getting a good deduction from each of his paychecks. So if it was a, a a deal where it seems like you make 3.5 more million or or four million than you're accustomed to making. You know, you just got to take the business route about that. The guy lives a flashy lifestyle and probably could uh, use a dime that he saves much more than he spends. So um, that's the only reason why we're looking at it like this. And um, with the matchroom deal and and Sky Sports with Eddie Hearn, you know, you could have put some good fights together. Um, uh, Amir Khan being the third fight possibly as you warm him up with two other U.K. guys, make Adrian look like a million bucks and add him to the stable where you got Anthony Joshua And I think that's why he's kind of looking at Broner with this uh, supposed small numbers, because if there's a slave deal for that kind of money, I'm looking where I sign up at. So, um, but, but, you know, Eddie Hearn's making big dollars with Anthony Joshua. And then here comes this little guy with about, about billions and uh, trying to ask for more so than what you were offering initially. You know, Eddie Hearn looks at Broner like a little fly he can push uh, when it comes to the money wise. And he's not really too much worried about this. And Broner, uh, completely unprofessional about this whole thing. The way it went down kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> a whole lot of middle fingers and shit like that. Here he goes again, biting a hand at women to feed him, much like he did Leonard Ellerby at the uh, press conference for him and uh, Jesse Vargas was calling him a, 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 a whole lot of uh, funny names out there during that. So, um, you know, Bronner, I think he, as wild as he is, and he definitely is a, a, a head case and a loose cannon, you know, the guy brings in 800K-plus views um, on average fight and brings in a couple M's as well. So, I mean, the guy is definitely one of the biggest superstars in boxing after you go and buy the name and all that stuff that follows behind it. So, Eddie Hearn seen it as a good opportunity, but I see he's not willing to spend it any much more than some people are thinking Adrian's. is worth is with three L's. And, I mean, uh, in a game where it's all about the oh. You know, you got to kind of uh, penny pinch a little bit, pocket pinch just to keep your stable right. But hopefully it works out to be a good move for AB because, uh, you know, he's in one of those stages of his career. While well, meanwhile, Eddie Hearns is uh, making billion-dollar deals about B's. Not them M's, Jacob, B's. So, chest-to-check uh, uh, check is in my opinion. But if Adrian Braun is getting the money that he says he's getting hopefully out him
2: and continues to take care of him.
1: I'm wrong with I'm wrong with AD just like you.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, it, from the it, it, it looks a little crazy, but you know, if he's saying, it, you know, if he's saying, the deal is it, it doesn't look good, especially, especially since the forty since he 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 uh, left forty mil on the table, so I would think he would be more uh, thoughtful about you know deals in the future. But seems to me that he had he's he thinks uh somebody told him that that deal wasn't good so I'm just gonna ride with him. Hopefully it wasn't. I don't know.
1: Yeah, hopefully hopefully Adrian's career goes in the uh, in the upper north half that we've seen from the second half of the Jesse Vargas fight moving forward. That we can continue to get some good checks from whoever's wanting to promote him because it seems like. Um, after kind of saying something like this to Eddie Hearn in the matchroom deal that was offered. Let's say later on down the road things aren't looking too nice. I don't think Eddie Hearn would, uh, would say, shun him if he was trying to get an offer. Let's say Broner loses three more times, his name becomes trash. I think that Eddie Hearn would definitely sign him later on down the road, you know, just to use the name out of him. He wouldn't completely shun him, but, he'd, you know, it, it's hard to, to get some sort of a good... Um, uh, not offer but just uh, interesting from somebody when you kind of just shit on them the way Broner did, uh, you know, exposing their email and the money they make. I'm not saying that uh, I would do any different or, or would do things the right way, but I'm just saying looking at it from a business standpoint, you kind of chop one of those out the way and uh, uh, not going to be able to reach again moving down the future. And if it is, you know, you're going to be in that B side situation where the ugly world of boxing sometimes goes for these guys who can't, hanging up when it's time to retire. But um, hopefully A.B. gets good with that, and uh, hopefully Al Heyman is taking care of these guys real good. They always talk about it, and they always thank Al Heyman first before they get to any of the speeches after their fights. So um, hopefully that one works out for A.B. He's got a lot of children, got a lot of bills. But um, moving to another guy, your boy Willa, Anthony Joshua, put on notice for being at the uh, Golden State. I uh, game that the Houston Rockets won in game four. Great game. Um, Anthony Joshua was courtside. Seen him in the United States. He's posting about still being in the United States, and he ain't going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere because they're bad boys for life, quote-unquote from his Instagram page. Feeling like he's a bad man out here in the West Coast walking around with no shirt on. On his post, anyways. But in the arena, which we saw him, and they were talking about this fight to a, a most likely casual fan base of the NBA, not going to say uh, a lot or a little, but I would know. I would come to the fact that if it's a, people watching a Rockets-Warriors game, ain't going to be so much so in the box and heavy. Never know. There was probably a lot, but there's still a lot that wasn't. And to the public conscience, Reggie Miller, legend of the Indiana Pacers, doing broadcasting, said that. I'm waiting for this heavyweight fight with Deontay Wilder and Anthony Johnson, quote-unquote. You're not as big as you think you are in the United States, Anthony Joshua, Joshua Anthony, like Big Baby Miller calls him, or uh, uh, Anthony Johnson, as Reggie Miller calls him. Seen him in the States thinking that hopefully it's here to get some business done because there's reports saying that from some sources... Questionability be on the credibility Is up for debate But some people are saying that the Wilder Joshua Fight is going to come within the next two weeks Getting closer and closer to Signing on the dotted line But nonetheless man yo Willow, We've seen Anthony Johnson Or Joshua whatever you want to call him But we've seen him courtside and we've seen He's still in the United States um, Looking Maybe to get some business done with Deontay Wilder Is it Uh Anthony Joshua needs to chill the fuck out with all this money he's talking about because he's not even that known out here as much as it is over where you're across the pond or where your favorite UK people is at.
2: Man, yeah. I, Joshua got a, a rude awakening. Um, nobody knew who he was. It was no excitement. <laughs> uh, you know, he did the corny pass. You know, he did... He played himself. Did you see the 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 pass that he did to Curry for you know like whack. the assist, and then Curry does like that's what that's what a kid does. Like that's what you do for like a kid that comes out for its birthday, or or somebody that our kid <laughs> that has cancer or something like you know something like that. They give the assist. He look, you know he looked crazy out there. Uh, <laughs> you know we got that W. So he he played himself on that on that part too. Coming to to the H. Um, I mean not to H the out there. I'm tripping, but uh, it was uh, yeah, he got a rude awakening. Nobody no. knows who he was. He, yeah, he shouldn't he shouldn't have did that. He uh, yeah. Now now that he's got to take the money, now we've seen that he he ain't really popping like that worldwide. Wilder's popping over here. He's popping over there. It just got closer to. You know, well, I would say fifty-fifty, but he just needs to take the money now. So we'll see what happens. I think I, I believe this will happen. This is too much buzz. Like, like I, I said, they were doing O'Sullivan. He, he's on, uh, he's on the TV. They're both on the TV a lot. are you could tell that the the powers to be want this to happen, and they're pushing it and they're promoting it without, you know, without with the fight not even going on yet. So th- the fight will happen. If uh, Will it he's out here talking, uh, talking. Maybe it happens this week. We'll see. But the the, the fight will happen soon. It will be there. I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be these guys next fight.
1: Yeah, they're talking about either September or November, uh, for 2018. So I know sometime this year we're like, man, we might not even see it until 2020, which is where it's coming from Joshua's camp. But um, a, a whole lot can happen within a day. Uh, let alone when you got a lot of free time on your hands, as both fighters do, winning their matchups as of recent. Now it's all about getting these dollars settled in and making this fight a possibility for fans sooner rather than later. Shit, we've been waiting for it for a while, and we all know how the whole... I mean, you can name down the road about fights that have prolonged the take and taken away some of the gas from the fight. Um, Most notably, Mayweather, Pacquiao, everyone puts that kind of uh, – that's kind of where the bar is set as far as the public conscience of boxing and getting these big fights uh, opposed to the competition of UFC where they're forced to get the big fights. I mean, uh, excuse me, forced to get the quote-unquote big fights because they got little fights over there. They ain't got nobody. But what they do is put the champion against the best competition and we don't always get that in boxing. And it takes away a little bit from some of the uh, viewing how the business side of boxing gets in the way of some of this shit. But um, if that could happen later on this year, that's a win, because Golovkin and Canelo, uh, the first one, and now looking like the second one, will be taking off the complete calendar year. That was fight of the year, up until if they can get this fight with Joshua and Wilder. So um, it, it's something like that has got to happen for us to have a big fight of the year. Um, you know, people think it was Canelo-Golovkin last year or uh, Mayweather-McGregor last year. Um But no matter what, the big fight of the year would make big numbers with Wilder and Joshua. Hopefully it's going down. Uh, Joshua needs to chill out. He's not that publicly known as well as he thinks he is. And I know he's got a big ego, and you got uh, AJ protectors like Nino saying, you know, man, that Eddie Hearn, he's a smart guy. He's going to make the most profitable on each fight he could possibly make regardless of who the opponent is. And eventually they're going to fight Wilder because he's man enough to fight Wilder. Nino Tellick sometimes tells some crazy stories, but he's an AJ protector, and I like to hear the perspective from their side why not signing a fight immediately with Deontay Wilder would be or wouldn't be a great idea. So hearing from that kind of stuff just kind of makes me laugh a little bit. But there is that belief factor that maybe if uh, this fight uh, has the numbers that they're speaking about them being the Al Heyman side and, and Wilder side about being a hundred million dollar fight? It just further backs Anthony Joshua into a corner to sign this fight even more soon. We'll see how it happens though. Um, yes or no, Willer, for the fight happening this year?
2: Oh uh, yes, I'm I'm uh I'm pretty sure it happens.
1: Uh, oh, I, I'm i hoping with you. I'm with you. I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. I hope it happens, and, and hopefully Anthony Joshua could prove he doesn't sit down when he pees like uh, Deontay Wilder was accusing him of if, if he doesn't sign this contract. Um, but um, another um, thing to get to, since we're talking about Deontay Wilder, um, no, you know, we're not going to go there. I was going to bring up uh, – uh, something that had happened with Deontay Wilder, uh which he's been making a uh, uh, a little bit of a deal on his Instagram was being at the White House with President Trump. And uh some people kinda look at that the way they look at it for whatever reason, but it was at the uh for the uh pardon of Jack Johnson at the White House that old Donald Trump found a smooth way to try to appease the people doing something that not even President Barack Obama did um, I first seen this story Fuck it, we'll get into it I first seen this story And personal opinions about Donald Trump Put aside anytime I see something like this happen Kind of looked into it like, hey man, you know uh, Old D. Trump, man, At least he's not full-on racist At least he could kind of have some sort of relationship with minorities uh, we know Donald Trump to be a boxing fan from back in the day. You would see him hanging out with Mike Tyson and shit like that. Um, you know, old school rich guy from New York. I like boxing out there in New York. Uh, but old Donald Trump had Deontay Wilder there, along with the with the uh, Johnson family, former heavy, first African American heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. Was there showing out of respect for the family And Got a nice little pat On the arm from Donald Trump Being recognized as the heavyweight Champion of the world And Donald Trump uh, Donald Trump Offering a nice autograph On the paper that He showed to the public uh, I, I didn't bother To look into the comment section Of what people were saying To Deontay Wilder Willis But you're a black man and and um, in, involved with boxing to hear about this thing that went down with Trump and you're uh, very opinionated. What did you think about this when you first seen it? Was it anything that kind of uh, raised the eyebrow? of Deontay Wilder first seen it because he's a uh, seems like he's taking a really big offense to this from some of the comment section. I'm sure he's paying attention to because he's saying that if anybody has a problem with it, you can come see him. He's six foot nine. Or six foot seven, so it's hard to it's hard for him to hide uh so maybe some people you know those trolls out there gets people eventually, but uh when I looked at it personally, willa, I thought, hey, you know, wow, look at Trump doing something good, but when i you know looked behind the curtain a little bit, seemed like a pretty smooth way for old D Trump to try to get in with the good, um but nonetheless, a nice gesture by one donald trump, willa, what was your whole
2: take on all that? Man, I'm not going to lie. So when I first saw it, I didn't even think anything. I was just like, okay, I feel this boy Trump. He did something. You know, he's, like you said, he's an old boxing guy. Uh, You know, one of his guys is Don King. So he fucks with boxing. He, He did something, like you said, Obama didn't do. I saw Wilder back there, but I didn't even think anything of it, to tell you the truth, you know. I just thought, like you said, well, I just knew, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on trump's throwing them little throwing them little uh the them little treats out there for people to divert them to you know to to thinking about something else but even with that said it was a treat you know uh this it was a good thing it wasn't a yeah. bad thing uh, no matter why he did it so you know i was uh i was blind to the fact that people were getting on Deontay wilder until You know, I just saw on Instagram uh, that was probably last night where he's talking, where he's saying he wasn't cooning, So I'm guessing they're calling him a coon and all that. But, you know, that was, that was a part in the uh, Jack Johnson and he's the heavyweight champ. If family wanted to be there, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know, it had nothing to do with Trump or his politics. So, you know, we already know where Deontay Wilder is. We hear him talk. We hear what he's been talking about his whole life. I don't see. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, I'm not surprised, and neither should he be. You know that 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 this is happening. But, uh, you know, I ain't gonna even lie. When I saw it, that didn't even nothing. That didn't even cross my mind until I I saw the uh, Instagram the next day. So
0: the next oh, couple okay. of days
2: later. So yeah, I you know I don't see nothing wrong with it at, at all. You know, he's the heavyweight champ. That's the president.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I mean... was
2: um, a pardon, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, end all, be all. Regardless of what it was, it was a treat. So um, what I first thought initially was what I kind of took ungratefully on the second part of my theory to it all. But nonetheless, it was something that Donald Trump did do. It was something that Deontay Wilder chose to do by being there and by being there, you know, you're going to get certain criticism. I mean, you know, we hear him talk, like you said, and we know the things that he said about when it comes to um, this sort of issue. And we know where his stance is. So when I seen him there, um, I'm not going to lie, my eyebrow raised at first. But then when I seen what it was about, um, it only made sense for Deontay Wild to be there. What are they going to have? Anthony Joshua be there. He ain't a damn American. So uh, what are they going to have? uh <laughs> Shannon Briggs or somebody there, like you, you can't do that. So, um, you know, when I seen him there and what the whole cause was of it all, it was what it was. But uh, you know, just from Deontay Wilder's standpoint, um, I don't think that it takes a, a wreck to his image at all. You're gonna hear some some trolls here and there. That's that's whatever. That's just that just comes with the life of social media. Um, but like I said, I wasn't gonna go there. Um, but it was news that was a little bit worthy for the fact that Jack Jack Johnson got that pardon and um, all the suffering that that family has had to endure during that whole time as that all transpired. Um, but good stuff, nonetheless, at the end of the day by Trump for doing that, regardless of whether it had some sort of intent to pander um, like other people would uh, probably assume you get that. Sort of stuff coming from all around the uh, uh, sides of where these people are coming from, um, much so like uh, Fox News Britt McHenry, who was, you know, going at uh, who was it for donating money, saying that he was pandering. Um, can't exactly remember, but you got JJ Watt and other stuff like that. Nobody really kind of insinuates too, but when it goes to um, uh, Chris Long, excuse me, of the Philadelphia Eagles for not taking his uh, paycheck for a full calendar of the year this last season in the NFL and uh, basically donated it all to charitable organizations um, or, 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 or to, um other different, I'm not sure on 100%, but I know that he was doing that with his checks, but it's uh, it, it, it just goes a different way here and there. So um, good stuff by Trump, I guess at the end of the day uh, when it comes to that situation for Jack Johnson, but on the other rest of the stuff, I still played at y g and Nipsey hustle, real tough, but um, yeah, neither here nor there. we had a came from a boxing show that kind of died from political talk, so it's something we really don't like to get into uh around here anyway, but it was something worth notoriety for Jack Johnson and the public conscience that some right or some wrong was did right at the end of the day, um so we won't go that route. Uh, religion and politics, man The only political debate I'd like to stay involved in Is whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan Because those Jordan guys They're running out of material by the day So that's the way we'll get out of that Little little topic right there um, Will uh, another one of your guys in the boxing news To move along from that Was your guy Anthony T- Or uh, <laughs> Antonio Tarver Antonio Tarver's talking about coming into the ring June 10th in California, I'm not so sure where he would fight in California if he's going to be the headline. Hub. Uh, I don't know. For sure not Staples Center. Um, I'm not sure where the guy's going to be, but Anthony uh, uh, Antonio Tarver, <clears throat> excuse me, has came out saying that, quote, unquote, I will turn the boxing world on its head again. Ah, Tony O'Tarver, most recognized for being the Roy Jones stopper. The Achilles heel to the fabulous career my man Roy Jones had in his prime. He also played a movie role. He also owes Al Hammond a lot of money for him paying his debt. (laughs) So, as we all know, sometimes he has to get up out the booth and get into the ring, uh, essentially. I'm sure any check Antonio Tarver's getting, there's a percentage getting taken out by Al Hamer for Al Hamer paying for him to get out of his situation and being good right now. Anytime I see Antonio Tarver get in the ring, well, it's the first time since 2015. Maybe he's just trying to fin- finish off his debt a little quicker than originally scheduled. But Antonio Tarver getting in the ring will. a... Uh, Hey, you could probably uh, you could probably send a request to get in a fight with Antonio Tarver. Al Heyman might pay you to be the b side. <laughs> what you think about Antonio Tarver's crazy comments,
2: man? Man, I don't know. I thought uh, I remember at the beginning of the year I might have heard some about Tarver coming back. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all know when a fighter comes back what it's all about. That's that money he's uh he's probably hurting a little bit uh I haven't seen him on any in doing any commentary what what is he is he on what is he on bounce or something Well he still does commentary correct
1: yeah, I think he still does commentary, but I'm not so sure about how the whole deal happened because I think
2: I think he might have got out of um, it.
1: I think that uh, he, he might have got outed or the uh, the deal with Spike kind of changed with PBC commentary or, or with PBC in general. I'm not 100% on that, but um, I think that whole deal changed, and I really haven't seen Antonio Tarver out much. I mean, he was probably – I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Antonio Tarver out. I don't know if the guy's been, you know, getting, some, uh, getting his hours cut or whatever, but um, – unfortunately, you're right about that being what they come back for,
2: trying to get that green, yeah. man. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see uh, a little money. I'm not mad at it. If he can do it, he can do it. You know, He's not fighting anybody that we care about. Uh, I don't really care about the fight. But if he wants to do his thing, he can do his thing, you know. A man's got to get paid, got to eat. So it's funny, though. I don't
1: think yeah, he's fought yeah. since two thousand fifteen. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's sad you kinda hear this stuff all the time about, you know, fighters thinking they could come back and all this stuff. It, you never really like to see fighters have problems like that. Um, financial Financial is tough though. And a business where dudes getting hit in the head
2: all the
0: time.
1: But, um, you know, that's just the unfortunate side of the sport. So it is what it is. Um, in other news, did you hear about, well, you know, we could come close to closing this one up. Um, of course, we could get to what's coming and what's lying ahead, but that's what we got the Wednesday for. But today we're getting into all the junk and boxing that's going on. Just keep everybody aware of what's going on. And what's going on is something that's been going on for a long time when it comes to retired Floyd Mayweather, And his buddy, 50 Cent. Seems like they've been getting into it a little bit on uh, social media or via text message, actually. Posted on by 50 Cent because that's just what 50 Cent does. He exposes private conversations, leaks them on the Internet, people laugh, he trends for a little while, and goes back into his TV production or whatever it is for Power. I'm not sure. I never watched that. but I think I've seen about one episode with Snowflake. Just to, uh, you know, kind of play along to the uh, Netflix and chilling type deal. But um seemed like a good show. It just ain't enough uh, hours in a day for me. Um, 50 Cent comes off on one of these messages saying some funny stuff like, okay, Floyd, fuck you, ninja. You mad because I said your ass can't read. But champ, you can't. <laughs> you can't. I think that's probably the favorite, best part I've seen from this whole thing where 50 Cent Floyd Mayweather, Whatever reason, back in their feelings, uh, will we see these two in divorce court anytime soon? Willa?
0: Man, yeah,
2: I don't know. I, I didn't even know nothing about that. These guys, they're just—I uh, think this is all a act. Uh, they're trying to stay relevant. These are two guys that are fighting for relevancy uh, in the game. Two monsters in the game. You know, they don't need to be doing this, but they need to be in the limelight. And so there, I think this is all staged. This is the what third or fourth time this has happened. Uh, you
0: know,
1: <laughs> right? It seems like that's what's yes. hot now, right? Like doing these fake beefs and kind of getting off on that. We we talked about that with the Takashi Six Nine and Adrian Broner thing, and now they're just like you know kind of. I mean, uh, after Broner had posted something about a fake beef, I think he posted about a guy who um, who had, who had t- stole his chain or something like that and people actually thought that it was someone who stole his chain trying to sell it. And later on, these two guys are hanging out. And you had six 69 commenting on that, saying, I taught you well. So you know that this is a whole 2018 trendy way of uh, of uh, getting the beef and getting your name out there for relevancy. Um, it goes around in all aspects. You had Drake and Pusha T uh, having some discs with each other, which I think is a little bit of a... Um, what would I call it besides a propaganda tool to 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 boost this shit a little bit? I mean, I just think that it's manufactured by the companies and this whole thing. Eh, kind of a soft sort of beef, if you ask me, but I don't even know what a beef is anymore in 20 or 2018 because the whole game doesn't change. But one thing that hasn't changed is I guess this is the new trend to do what 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather are doing because, 50 really went below the belt when that whole thing happened. I'm talking about Floyd can't read. A guy like Floyd Mayweather, who wants to seem like he's, you know, king of the world at times, at least how he expects to be treated. Floyd Mayweather fan, speaking for myself. But, yeah, probably just, you know, the the possibility of it being just some sort of clout-chasing type deal that these two are doing, it very well could be actually real. And Floyd and 50 really might just be arguing, like, you know, my homeboys or my or my peoples who um, parents are divorced and still get into that ordeal. I got a buddy. It's funny. His his parents are divorced uh, since I knew the guy at a young age, and they live right next door to each other. Kind of funny how that works out. But um, yeah, I think that uh, it, it definitely has a possibility of being something something of the real sort. And it's just some of that news where I get to laugh at because fifty seems like a bully big brother to Floyd Mayweather, even though Floyd
2: Mayweather probably beat his ass. Yeah, uh, Floyd Mayweather beat up uh, 50 Cent? I mean,
1: I'm just saying, if I, I don't know that for a fact, I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know if 50 no, no, want to get saying, a fight no, with Floyd, Floyd he would. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, no. Yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, I, think, I
0: think Floyd would no, put hands on 50, 50 Cent.
2: Now. No, no, he's too big for that guy. He he might hit him a couple of times. Might be good for a little bit until he gets <laughs> caught. In boxing, now he might be able to even he might be able to beat him in boxing. Maybe, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like I said, I think this is all. Even with these low blows, you know they are they've been doing this for years before Takashi did it. Uh, Broner, this is what these guys. Floyd is who these guys are learning from. Uh, and fifty, he's the original troll. So. <laughs> yeah. Like I said. This is this is this is something this doesn't surprise me in uh, at all. We've seen this before. We'll see it again. This is just how these two old guys are staying relevant in the in the game right now. Got to do what you got to do, I guess.
1: Yeah. Totally agree, man. Totally agree. Um but yeah, I mean that kind of gives us a little bit of an uh idea of everything that we've been uh missing out on a little bit with the two shows, or for me, two shows, you guys did a really good job. I checked it out when I was at work during the week, listening to in place of my absence and um uh you know for me, I' just wanted to come out and kind of cover a, a lot of stuff that we that's been going on. we've um been a little bit behind the eight ball, but that don't matter. We're gonna be back on Wednesday and continue to get back on the grind of everything uh um I'm sure that there'll be a break in between uh the next two games. Since we'll have the decider of the Eastern Conference of the finals today, and, uh, and the Western Conference tomorrow, opens up the week for us, and we'll be able to cover everything else that we gotta uh, talk about. Um, <clears throat> you know, one thing I wanted to get to before we wrapped it up on out of here was uh, promoter and advisor manager and uh, of uh, Jose Ramirez, which uh, Mirrigan, a guy who uh, helped us get our own first uh verified credential event for top ranked sports that got me um in the fight for uh um, Daniel Valvita and things like that uh getting uh to know some of the people out there that's helping the, the name get pushed for the uh the outsider's boxing podcast I'm getting in with uh some good people and uh we have um Jose Ramirez coming up pretty soon here against Danny O'Connor to defend the WBC uh junior welterweight title that he had claimed uh, against Amiri Mon that was on ESPN not too long ago and uh, will be a pretty big event in the uh, Central California area where I am at. Um, people are thinking that fight's going to lead up into the fight with Regis Progras, who might just be on the undercard of that fight as we know that the class of 140 will be, tw- will be between those two. Jose Carlos Ramirez defending his title coming up pretty soon. But just keeping in contact with the guy. And uh, good to have some of these people that's willing to work with us and help us get to our goal, becoming the number one boxing podcast out there because me and Willa are the number one tag team champions in the boxing podcast world. Might be one of the most dangerous crews when you look at all our correspondents put together in one, But that's neither here nor there. Willa, listen, like you mentioned, it's heating up. I hate summertime. I know you're probably dealing with the hot weather out there, but it's heating up in around the 85s over here, and I'm already not used to it. So, But it is beautiful right now in Central California. I'm going to get ready here in a second. Um, go check out this Eastern Conference Finals. I know you're just trolling earlier when you say that, you know, Cleveland's going to lose in LeBron's last game in Cleveland, and da-da-da-da-da. LeBron James is going to finish these guys out today. No Kevin Love due to concussion. But that don't matter. I think that this one will be uh, a scrappy dog fight. But LeBron James' stats in elimination games, probably the best stats of any quote-unquote great player in any elimination game scenario. I'm going to get ready, put my LeBrons out the box, and go watch greatness. For anybody out there that hates on LeBron James, I feel sorry for you. need to get that hate out of your heart and witness something that we probably won't see for a very long time. I understand how people feel because I couldn't really enjoy the greatness of one Kobe Bryant because he was too busy. Up in his stats against Sachs. getting two championships that probably didn't belong to him. But that's neither here nor there. I couldn't enjoy the greatness of Kobe Bryant because I dislike him so much. So I will not make that same mistake when it comes to LeBron James. And, Will, I'm going to tell you right now, time you're going to see 0-2-3 in that red and wine for Cleveland. What you got planned for the rest of the day, and what are your predictions for that game? Because you know we're going to come back and have – either we're going to have – well, both of us are going to have a different tone. You're suffering the loss that y'all had last night. I'm pretty hyped after their win last time. But nonetheless, on Wednesday, you or me is going to be either happy and sad or we both going to be happy. And that's when we really can make some more uh, another friendly gentleman's bet if we have Houston versus Cleveland in the finals. But what you got for today, man?
2: Oh, man, I'm going to just uh, probably nap it up. Had a well, had a long weekend. So I'm going uh, to probably chill into the game, check it out, and, like I said, watch LeBron play his last game in- in a Cleveland Cavalier jersey for now. Well, come on, man.
1: (laughs) All right, all right, all right. But, yeah, man, um, shit, might as well get ready for the Sunday. Glad we could start this one, no matter whether it was at our usual time or a little bit past. We still get it in on Sundays and, and, uh, you know, give the other perspective that everybody else is afraid to give. We're going to have previews or – a little bit more news just in itself on Wednesday. to show that Willow will host, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. And, you know, just glad to get a lot of this stuff out because I was up early this morning, got my coffee in and looked in the news and couldn't really decide where to start. So much going on. So we uh, can't let ourselves get behind like that again. And, you know, me and Willow, we'd be professionals about this shit. So with me and Willow, I like LeBron. In elimination time We show up When it's elimination time So But we're gonna show up On Wednesday And uh, for everybody out there uh, Thanks for rocking with us man Appreciate you all uh, Boston fans Y'all some y'all, y'all, y'all still You know Gonna have to hold that L Later on uh, Houston and, and Golden State tomorrow I'm gonna go for the Rockets Even though somebody Kind of rubs it in my face Sometimes That my team's no good But it's okay It's all good We're gonna have boxing Coming up And uh Hope you all to have a great glorious Sunday. Make the next day better than this day. And uh, from Houston, Texas, San Joaquin Valley, and Central California, do the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and we out.
0: Mama, I love you. Four, four, P.O.P. I die. Four, four, four.